Yeah, let me record. Okay, now go ahead. Hey, folks. Welcome to Cable Time. Yay! Yay. Hey, hey, I want you guys to do something when we do this now. Mm-hmm. When I say welcome to Cable Time, I want you guys to say it after. Welcome to Cable Time. Welcome, welcome to, cable to Cable Time. time. Now, nah, I Why think we... I should just say it. I think it's... Why would we all say it? That sounds weird. Yeah, it's kind of like... Ryan, you're cutting out of, as we might expect. All right. Well, don't expect it because I'm not in the spot. I had to go. I had to go to the porch and grab it, a lighter because I forgot my lighter. First, I forgot my bathroom, then I forgot my lighter. Oh. And now I'm headed to the spot. Oh, why, why did you just forget your lighter for good? It's just one episode, lighterless. We don't have to hear you rolling down your window. Oh, you don't want me to smoke. No, I don't want you to smoke. It's it's distracting. You is this is distracting? Yeah, yeah. it's awful. It sounds really like annoying. you're soliciting a, a, a woman of the night. <laughs> yeah, roll it down my window. Like, how much, honey? You know that that's why they call them crackers because they would go to the black neighborhood and crack their window and say, "Hey, give me some ladies and drugs." Is that really Whoa. why they call them crackers? I thought it was the crack another whip thing. I yeah, heard I both. Heard, I've, yeah, I've heard the whip cracking. I've never heard the windows in the prostitute. Obviously, that sounds a lot nicer than the whip thing. Yeah, I've heard. I have honestly heard both, and I think somebody who told me one of them was lying. Oh, well, so it's, I'm just, it's prepared- just because white. The real reason is white people are boring, and they eat a lot of saltine crackers. I also heard that one too. I just made that one up. I know. I heard it from you. Oh, just now. Let's Hello, ask Jeffrey Eggleston, our guest. Um, do you want to, do you know what the origin of the word crackers is? Like, will, will you call white people cracker? Like cracker, ass cracker. I don't think he can hear us. Did you hear that, Jeffrey? I can hear you now. There he is. Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. We can hear you. We don't. Okay. We don't use video here because it it um it right. makes the audio quality better without video. There you well, go. I there, turned it nice. off. The that's real nice reason is Ryan is poor. Is that a professional headshot there, Jeffrey? Yeah. Well, a professional took it, yeah. Who? Nick Torshawn? I don't know if he's a professional. Um, Greg, his name is Greg Finer. Oh, sounds Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, yeah, we were just... Sorry, I, I missed, like, everything you just said. Nick was talking about how I like to get prostitutes, and he said something about prostitutes. Uh, I've like heard people, yeah, tell them. I've heard one of the explanations for the term cracker is uh, that white people would go to like a bad neighborhood, often a neighborhood with black people, and to crack the window and uh, ask for the drugs and the ladies through the window. Really? Yeah. I guess yeah, I you- always just assumed it was like, like a saltine cracker, just a pale oh. cracker. Yeah, that's what I white. I just yeah. said white people are boring and they eat a lot of crackers, but it's actually, I think, um, is something to do with like whipping or something, you know. Yeah, I, I always heard the whipping. Slaves. Yeah. Crack hmm. on the whip. But um, 
I don't think. Oh, yeah. I don't think four white guys can really determine why why black people. Call yeah. Well, them. listen, I'm I'm looking at NPR, so let me look at a white, what a white woman has to say about it. <laughs> NPR has an article about it. Oh, it, it, it dates back to the 17th century, the term cracker, but it it uh, has fluctuated over time. By the well, 1800- is it about cracking your window in the 17th century? Yeah. You get a you get a hoe. They in the uh, in the South, yeah, in the 1800s, they referred to uh, immigrants referred to themselves as a, as crackers as a term of endearment and honor. So, really, yeah, there you go. Because I, I mean, white people, you know, cracker the whip. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it has to do with some kind of cheese and crackers, which white people love, and now, myself included. Who What's doesn't love kind? cheese and crackers, though? Oh, I like uh, like a nice Swiss cheese, or a, or a sharp cheddar, with a yeah. uh, with the wheat thins. Wheat thins are the best crackers. But cheese and, and crackers is, isn't something like you prepare. It's usually just something that's there. Like it's like no, no. I make well, it somebody's got to prepare it, Nick. It, it, not all well, of us have Nick. slaves, so we don't. No, all I'm get... saying it's it's yeah. not like a snack for yourself. Usually, it's like yeah. a. Some know. of us aren't popular and don't get invited to parties, and they have to go to the grocery store. And buy a thing of wheat thins and a big thing chunk of cheese, and eat the whole fucking chunk of cheese <laughs> and like fifty wheat thins because they're sad. Okay. Well, I've I've always had homemade Italian yeah, bread. Uh, can you relate to that? Uh, maybe the sad part, I guess. Oh, but you don't eat a lot of cheese and crackers. You don't prepare them yourself. Uh, I'm not a big cracker guy, but I'm I'm a cheese guy for sure. I grew up in the you know upper Wisconsin? Midwest, so. Oh, no, uh, South Dakota, South but Dakota. we're uh, we have many of the much of the same culture. Well, I'm sure Nick, here. Nick could you also test cows, you. Don't you. Yeah, cows uh, and corn. You and Mount Rushmore, the, the, the cheese, exciting stuff. The, the, the cheese comes from the tit of the cow, and you know, cows actually have eight tits, unlike a human woman who only has two. So that's why I say, you know, you're better off marrying a cow. <laughs> don't they have four? I've only ever, I've seen udders with four. Well, maybe maybe I'm confusing it with like an octopus or something. Yeah, I think you're confusing it with like a with like a gen- genetically modified like McDonald's cow. Oh, the McDonald's cows have eight. Yeah, you know how KFC was like making their chickens have extra wings and shit. That's yeah. the kind of cow you're talking about. <laughs> oh wow! With eight udders. Yeah. Extra wings. Yeah, it's just shooting milk all over the place all the time. Oh my god. The well, four best cows in Florida. Yeah, that's why that's why uh, Nick doesn't eat fast food. But on this podcast, don't we do things a little differently? I, I wasn't sure. Yeah, yeah, but... yeah. Hold on, I was about to get there, but uh, Nick, is that why you don't eat fast food? Hey, I just had Carl's Jr. That was the last thing I ate. I, I went to the drive-thru and I got a double Beyond Burger and some uh, some onion rings. Yeah, but you, you even got. The I think I'm. I'm I think I'm a bad order. influence. I'm a bad influence. Yeah, like I was he thinking said, of you when I got it. You know, the, the other day you're like, I can't remember when I had McDonald's last. I must have been like 50 years ago or something. No. I don't know. But you said that on the podcast. But anyways, Jeffrey, we do things a little bit differently around here. On this show, we have the guests introduce themselves. Oh, why didn't you just say you're lazy? You could have just said that. That would have been quicker. <laughs> we, no, we've said that we many say times. That. We, we say that it's part of the podcast where we say that little line. We don't just say, we, we don't really just say, I'm lazy, introduce yourself, fuck you, because that would be rude. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> right. Well, uh, I'm Jeffrey Eggleston. Uh, I'm very famous. This podcast is uh, beneath me, uh, but I agreed to do it. I agreed to do it before I exploded. So uh, here I am, um, famous and uh, out of place. Wow, that's so I asked you like, you. I asked you like a little under a week ago. So you just exploded in the last week. Yeah, I really exploded. Um, I don't think it was. I think it was like two days ago, Ryan. Did I ask it wasn't you? it wasn't that long ago yeah uh, i exploded like really really days. quickly yeah i really took off quick so um let's let's, let's get going let's let's wrap this up you know i don't i don't have a lot of time i'm i'm a big clubhouse um influencer now so <laughs> i yeah, know well, somebody you're stuck finally, here at I least wrap the podcast up early hey i yeah. saw the nickels to your may i saw um you're a lane may by the way if you know the nickels mike nichols and lane may uh i just saw sean riley he was at the mic Oh yeah, Sean's the man. In person? Have you seen him in person in a while? Uh, yeah, I just did on um, on uh, Saturday at the the Pan Pacific show. Oh, nice. How was that? Uh, it was all right. I, I honestly like was spent most of the time talking, so I couldn't tell you how the show actually was, <laughs> but it seemed like it went well. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that, I do that. I'm rude. I, I talk during shows and mics. I don't know. I don't know if it's rude or if it's just like. I mean, I'm not like i don't know i'm not there to watch the show i'm there to see my friends and like do some light networking i suppose but like i like i don't go to you know shows as much to see the show Mm -hmm. um anymore yeah yeah i don't either i used to go like to go to the store to go you know pay for a ticket and go see all my favorite comics and then after i became a comic i stopped I, I did it once in a while, but usually not. I used to do, but like when I first moved to LA and I wasn't a comic, I would go to see, go to the store in the improv like every every weekend. Yeah, I don't yeah, think the I guess... comic store compares to a, a baseball field in Pan Pacific. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. I was going to say, it's, going to the comedy store is nothing compared to being at Vicky's, Vicky's clubhouse in an office building <laughs> in Melrose where everybody's yeah. sharing the same bond. <laughs> I uh, have not uh, not been there, and I don't plan on it. So why? And that you would be like- even if even if uh, there was no COVID, I still wouldn't go to that place. Why you it don't like karaoke slash stand up? Uh, <laughs> I do love both of those things. I love both of those things, but independently. I don't know that they should necessarily be mixed. You no, love, whenever I go to Ray, I think I always think it's because you love oh, Rachel. Go ahead, Ryan. <laughs> you love Rachel. Oh my God, that was. I, I don't even know what is being said right now. Okay, go I ahead. I, I was just saying, whenever I go to an open mic and I see the comedian doing a set, I go, you know, I wish they would do some karaoke after their set. I, I'm really yeah. Well, that. when you see my, my set, I think a lot of people do wish that because I have such a beautiful voice. But, you know, on average, <laughs> that's not what people say. You're exceptional. You're like I am, Jeffrey. Like the rules of uh, laws of physics and, and society don't apply to us. Did yeah, you just I call would, me gay? No. <laughs> you know what would be funny? If you did, a, like, if you got booked at a show and you just did, like, four or five cover songs for your set, that would be funny, funnier than you're, you're doing your regular songs just because it would be so weird. So what you brought me on here to insult me or what? No, I telling I me that like do. an emotional Warren Devon <laughs> song would be funnier than my my set. Yeah, like that's you, what you just if said. you just start if you just went right into like Hotel California <laughs> at a comedy show, that'd be funny. Yeah, I don't know that it would actually be funny. 
Well, <laughs> if I, if, can I book you? Can I book you one of my shows and have you do that? Because I would think I I would laugh my ass off if you came did one of my shows and you did like Hotel California. I mean, I. I can't even play Hotel California, so we're we're out of luck there. But I don't oh, know, dude. Fuck. I have I have played. Um, I played like a cover at a couple shows, and it's just weird, man. People aren't there for that. They're not, you know. It's like, like what covers it just doesn't, have you done? All sorts of like, like I, you know, I I've done them here and there, like. But it it doesn't matter what kind of song it is. It doesn't matter are if you, it's are you covering like, like classic rock or. No, that would be. I would rather kill myself. That would be that would be the that would be like doing pulling a mencia where you're just stealing a whole somebody else's whole set. Right. Well, that's yeah. why that's why I think why like doing a cover doesn't just doesn't fit in like a comedy show because people come to a comedy show expecting to hear original thought and like original ideas. Yeah. And so when you start playing somebody else's stuff, it's even if you're doing it well, it's not necessarily that they don't like it it's it's that it's, it's just not in in the in its right place the only yeah. time it would be funny have you ever seen roy clark do Folsom prison blues oh yeah I, yeah i've seen stuff like that and like and um you know That's there's this funny, guy but, whose name is escaping me who does like plays radiohead's creep on a ukulele and it's really funny and so of course there are exceptions but yeah like when you look at like the, the rest of those guys acts they're not like like musicians like primarily musicians like mm -hmm. i am you know my act is like all music so it has to be original or people are like what the fuck are you doing yeah yeah like the watch song where you know she she divorced me but she couldn't get my watches what song is that? oh that's yeah that, that's like from an instagram sketch yeah that's from an instagram sketch i like that one but um oh, thanks yeah so nick the funniest um thing i've heard on this podcast was when nick was telling me this story before about um uh he used to go to a place called riddles nullship mm -hmm. illinois yep. which <laughs> is like a suburb of chicago i think yeah southwest and, suburb of chicago yeah it's like outside of chicago and it's like a <laughs> shitty little comedy shack and then he was talking about this guy that walked in and, <laughs> and pointed at <laughs> george carlin he said i'm gonna do that see that you know, I'm yeah. gonna do that tonight. <laughs> yeah, and he Christ. did it. Yeah, he said, he, "I'm gonna he, do the seven dirty works." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. was he? Is, is that, that better? Like, is that better or worse than people who just do jokes from Twitter? Is that better or worse? Um, I think because he knew he was taking it, it's better. <laughs> yeah, it's just hilarious that he said, "I'm gonna do that." He, the, the way yeah, he did his voice made him sound like a black guy. Was he black? No, he was like a stoner white guy, and then and then he goes, "No, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have people roast me," which entailed him standing on stage and saying, "All right, roast me," and then people would make fun of him, and he would just go, "No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not." Wow. We gotta get this guy out to L.A. I think be, dude, I, I think you I met Andy Kaufman. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, he is alive. He just never died. Like what? You know, a lot of people think he never died. Yeah, Carlin, Andy Kaufman. No, Andy Kaufman. Oh, oh Andy Kaufman. Yeah. Well, he's dead. Died from cancer in the eighties. Allegedly. Well, yeah, we could say Elvis and Tupac are still alive too. And who By knows? The way, they are. They're hanging out with Andy Kaufman. Yeah, they're all on the on the fake death island. 
Yeah. Elvis, Tupac, uh, Andy Kaufman, Andy Kaufman Bill JFK, and Jeffrey Epstein. They're all on a plane going to Epstein's Island right now. Little John. Little John, uh, he's still alive. No, Little St. John. That's the island, right? Little St. James. Little, little St. James. James. My bad. They only call it when, well, Little John was on the front flight log one day, so they changed the name for one day. <laughs> they wanted to make it feel good. They call it Little St. John. They're like, uh, Mr. Little John, uh, the, the name and of the said, island Little James. Does, what? What? Oh, little, little John. Okay. What? Okay, Ryan. Okay. <laughs> Remember the extra call show sketch? Oh. I was like, I was like, yeah, the- we should uh, act out the rest of it. Right. That'll feel like five more minutes, right? No, but did everybody else? Did everybody else? I was like, not a huge fan of the Chappelle, Chappelle show. show. Did anybody What's read wrong with Chappelle you? sketches like entire their entire time in middle school? Like say that again. Like you reenacted like Chappelle show sketches. No, I always hated the kids that I, I see. I didn't like Chappelle show at first because of all the kids that quoted. It might have been high yeah. school for me. And then it took me a while to like appreciate it. You know that's funny. Yeah. Nick. I don't know that I've ever watched it since then, so maybe that's my problem. Really? No, yeah. I was a big. It was like, I was a huge fan when it was on the air, and then afterwards, I probably watched some reruns, but not that many because I already had watched all the episodes. I just, I just rewatched. Uh, not all of it, but some of it, and I mean, it's just like any sketch comedy show, dude. It's hit or it's like hit or miss. Like, sure. like yeah. some of those sketches, there's a reason they've lasted as long as they have. Like the Rick James thing, it's because that shit is funny. But some of the mm-hmm. stuff he did on it, it's it's like either not super funny, it just didn't hit, or you know, it's not like super unique or memorable. Um, yeah. There was this there was this bit he did where he walked around New York. Uh, and he just handed women, he just handed out ribbons to women who had nice boobs. And he just would say, you've got a great pair of New York boobs and like hand the ribbons on their chest. Would he, would he, so, he, he play, there's like, there's like a reason like a that we don't guy? see some of that. I like what? the New York boob ones. That's what, that's what Andrew Cuomo does. <laughs> you you got a great pair of New York tanks today. <laughs> this is certified from the gov. The this vote, he, for, vote for Cuomo you know, he, on the ribbon. He, this is true. He actually calls himself the love gov. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Chris, and he's got a nipple ring. My brother, the Chris, you've got, to, you've got to take a look at these cans. I haven't seen a pair of cans on this since Nona. I am both feeling like home and feeling hard. Like Nona, you mean his grandmother? Yeah. Chris, Chris whatever. knows. Whatever, Fredo. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, um, uh, well, I just want to say one more thing. Uh, I was watching um, John Oliver the other night, and no, you weren't. He played, he played a clip where, where, uh, Andrew Cuomo was doing one of his like talking about the vaccine and he was saying that the, the guy uh, was going to get a vaccine in his dick. He said, well, we're, I'm going to I'm going to vaccinate a certain part of his anatomy. <laughs> it was just so weird. Like he said he was going to vaccinate his dick, but he, he didn't say dick. Ryan, right. did you mix up your pronouns? I, I, <laughs> I lost track of the story. Uh, I don't know. I think I mixed it up. But anyways, no, you, go you ahead. said it fine. I don't I think, think Ryan knows what a pronoun is. <laughs> if Ryan, five, you if Ryan can't, if Ryan can't eat it or fuck it, he doesn't know what it is. Exactly, and he yeah, can't fuck like much. Man. So I understood. I can eat a lot of things, but uh, hey, if, if, 
Army Hammer doesn't fuck it unless he can eat it, too. <laughs> yeah. Don't you mean Arlie Army? No. <laughs> We're not doing that bit again. <laughs> no. Okay, go ahead, Nick. All right. Let I wanted to ask if Jeffrey has seen the award-winning film Nomadland because it's filmed in part in his home state of South Dakota. Oh, is that true? Yeah, I have not. Uh, I have not seen it. I actually, we were going to do a clubhouse room making fun of the Golden Globes, and then Sean and I realized, oh, we haven't watched that shit in years. We don't have anything funny to say about it other right. than who's watching it. So no, I haven't. Yeah. Is, well, the, is yeah. it a good movie? What's it about? Yeah, the movie's good. It's Frances McDormand being a sad old lady. She does that real well, and uh, it's on Hulu, so it's pretty easy to watch. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, I haven't watched a lot of the oh, really? okay. movies that came That's out cool. this year. Like I wouldn't, I usually see them in theaters, or you know, that's how I usually watch new movies. And then I haven't been to any theaters, so I've watched a lot of old movies and like uh, Netflix docs and shit. I I just watched Tom and Jerry. Yeah, the last movie nominated? I saw. What was that? Yeah, Tom, and, Tom and Jerry? No, I don't. I don't think so. Unfortunately, I think it missed the. I could be wrong though. I'm not informed. The last oh, movie oh. you saw was Tom and Jerry. Yeah, I just watched it today, actually. Oh, well, you watch a lot of movies. <laughs> that, that's the newest release on HBO. Dude, I just found out that HBO Max only holds the movies for like two weeks. I thought they held them forever. I was like, damn, I already missed all these movies. Oh, no, you, you missed Wonder Woman. I missed Wonder Woman, which is supposed to be a piece of trash. Yeah, it was garbage. I'm really annoyed that uh, we have a family Hulu account and we get HBO through it. But you can't watch a lot of HBO stuff, even though it's you pay for HBO Max. It's like fifteen bucks a month. But then yeah, you, well, yeah, they all the options. On well, Hulu. it's bullshit. It's the same price as the other Amazon. HBO Max. But it's, it's here's a, a question: Have you guys yeah. seen the Colin Quinn special he did last year? He no. filmed uh, the car comedy. Oh, I'm, I still want to watch. He did a, a special last year. It's called uh, Colin Quinn's and Friend. And Friend. I, I oh no! I it saw the funny. one he did before that the cnn comedy special oh yeah that was good dread state blue state yeah it was one a one-man show uh, but it but it was good yeah i saw i saw the one where he did the fake news yeah, and, yeah. and he was he was like bad at it he was, Saturday he was like night. yeah the weekend <laughs> update he was like really shitty oh really ryan you saw colin quinn when he was on saturday night live <laughs> so, yeah. yeah in the late 90s crazy dude i yeah. i saw crocodile dundee too <laughs> you saw the second one yeah that, that was the last time i saw colin quinn <laughs> you guys are on you guys are on the cutting edge of media man yeah. ryan yeah. the cable viewer dude you should call yourself ryan the radio guy you're out of touch dude. yeah the last, ryan, the, the the last time i saw a movie was uh was uh aladdin in 1994 when i was five yeah. Wow. I was movie since then, yeah with gilbert I, gottfried yeah, with I, Gilbert. Radio. And, uh, and Robin Williams. How's Robin Williams doing, by the way? Good. Oh, okay. Yeah. He was just nominated for a Golden Globe. He's fine. Oh, okay. What's that, Nick? Uh, just, uh, you're, uh, you're, you're the radio man, Jeffrey was saying. And I think that's a fitting movie for a title for you because you just keep watching Radio Days over and over. Because you really, uh, you don't oh, really I like was thinking. A, I thought you were doing a retarded joke. Like, yeah, yeah, well, it is yeah, a retarded joke. That's what I thought. Or oh. Cuba Gooding Jr. plays the retarded guy that has oh. a radio. No, I was going to say that uh, 
you don't like the cinematography, but you really like Woody Allen's lifestyle. So you just keep watching oh, the movie yeah. Radio Days. Is that a, is that a um, Woody movie? Yeah. I haven't watched no, it's actually yet. not, Ryan. He was making a, a completely <laughs> nonsensical joke. <laughs> He's making yeah. up a movie title. Yeah, he just made it up for a for a bad joke. See, I don't. <laughs> I was never a huge fan of like Woody Allen, so I don't know if the molestation like- documentaries for me because I watched the Michael Jackson. Okay, here's station something doc, I had to talk about. But with I'm a Ryan. fan of Michael anytime, Jackson. What? Anytime there's a scandal, like <laughs> with anybody, Ryan goes, "I wasn't a big fan of them to right. begin with." Yeah, but- yeah. <laughs> no, no, but uh, I was a fan of R. Kelly. Dude, you're the worst Michael kind Jackson. of person. I know he's awful. He's and like, oh, Louis C.K. I, I wasn't a big fan of him. Your yeah, worst was never ever funny, man. Well, uh, yeah, Chris D'Elia, I didn't find funny, and Louis C.K. I think has been in some good stuff, and I liked his TV show he did with Steve Buscemi, and his comedy is okay. I think he's overrated. <laughs> okay, are you okay? Yeah. Louis C.K. is okay, and you're not because you're coughing up a lung. What's wrong? <laughs> yeah, because I smoke a lot of cigarettes. Oh, Have we did ever- a when you with the Golden Globes. Like we did, I did a clubhouse, but nobody joined. It was Golden Globes uh, predictions, but I did it like two hours after it aired, <laughs> and nobody joined. Oh, <laughs> are you doing any cool clubhouses tonight after this, Jeffrey? Uh, we'll see. Probably not. I think we're taking the night off, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah, you guys are on a lot. Yeah, we try to do it every day. And we're yeah, on for fun. three, three or four fun. hours. Oh my gosh, it's a marathon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was well, it's a fucking it's like it's like doing a radio show. Yeah. We're doing we're doing long, except I mean it's it's I don't know, in some ways more, in some ways less complicated. But I mean we're doing long three, four hour improv sessions on a single topic and a single suggestion, if you will. So yeah, and um, I think I it's been really, really cool how it's evolving. And Sean and I, you know, we're starting to develop, develop some regular. Um, yeah, you also interrupt a lot, just like right now. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but we, we've, uh, we've, uh, I don't even remember what I was saying. We have, oh yeah, we're starting to have like regular people who show up, so we're starting to build kind of a. a, a I hesitate to say because I don't want to jinx it, but we're starting to build a little bit of a following, yeah. uh, which is really exciting. It's the first first social media where I feel like I'm like, I actually feel some traction underneath me. Yeah, nice. you have like everything else. I just kind of show up, hang out. Well, it's we're no. I mean, it's not even comic. It's not even the comics who are the funniest people. No. You know, no, no, I, no yeah, offense to said, anyone, any of you, but that are not comics. That's what I just said. I said they're. Oh, not I comics. thought you said not. I thought you said like nine comics. No, no, not. Yeah, com- no, like, that's uh, that's exactly right. Guy, Miguel. Then you have goalie, yeah. who's pretty interesting. Well, right, but yeah. we've also had like we've had like you know fake legal discussions and real lawyers have come on. The, and yeah, we, yeah, we had, uh, and then a fake yeah. a fake veteran like a fake you know vet veterinary business and uh, and then a vet came on like, <laughs> and then we were talking about a hedge fund the other night and that room really blew up um, oh, yeah. because we were making fun of this yeah we were making fun of this hedge fund room that had been running forever and the guy who had been running that hedge fund group uh, that had had like hundreds of people in it for a few days he came to our room oh shit and told us and, wow. and told us we were funny oh man funny. Awesome. it was awesome he didn't stick around did too long uh but there was another guy who was did you ask not as big as the, him did you ask him about the hookers like uh thing 
we were talking about like uh, head fun guys, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. are afraid to have are afraid to have sex with. Terrible uh, interjection. No, he really he really wasn't in there for very long. But there was another no. guy who I think who I think got him in, another like bigger guy like in finance or whatever. And he when he joined, the room started to like gain some traction, and he joined, and then we had like fifty people, and it was oh, wow. really 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 exciting. That's pretty fun. Yeah. Um, and by the, the end of it, by the end of it, all the people on stage with us talking to us were people that we didn't know. Hmm. And so we were just like having this, you know, like I said, this long form improv session with complete strangers from all walks of life. And I mean, it's, it's just this cool thing that I certainly haven't seen other people do before. And then like, when I look, you know, I'm putting myself, I guess, on a pedestal, but when I look around at clubhouse, when I see rooms with funny names, like the ones Sean and I do, um, Every time I go into them, they're always off topic. They're not. They're not saying anything to do with it. And so, yeah, well, you have like a funny what topic. I think you guys stick with. We're it. doing that at least really amuses me. Yeah, we're not clickbaiting. Like when, when we say, like last night when our the topic was should we cancel Gordon Ramsay? If you came in at any point during that conversation, we were discussing the you know the important matter at hand that Gordon yeah, Ramsay. Yeah, there was big one meeting. girl that was like, "Can we talk about Dr. Seuss getting canceled?" And you guys shut her down. You're like, "No, this is only about yeah." Yeah, we're not we're not here to be distracted by un, you know unimportant issues. Sean and I tackle the uh, the the important stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. My friend so should, Meg should Gordon me. Ramsay be canceled? Like, did, did mm-hmm. you get to the bottom of it in the? Um, well, the final house? verdict was the final verdict was was that he should, but we were unclear as to whether or not you could separate the cook from from his food. <laughs> yeah, that's, the that's where it gets all sticky, like, you know coming to everybody in a dream and like as like a demonic force or something and making fun of their food yeah yeah <laughs> it's, it really it really doesn't make much sense like it gets really really intricate like the, these storylines that we build you know something kind of innocuous like um sean just kind of started a room once with that you know he was doing pitching a startup and then it turned into we were like you know like these weirdos who were fucking people's dead pets like it you know it's like it's like these weird crazy like things just come out of left field and then occasionally you get people in there who really know what they're talking about and and that's when it really um yeah i don't know it's like it's like beautiful because because then it's infused with with like more truth you know yeah and i i i do add a lot to these rooms because i think i'm the one who came up with the humping uh the pigs and shit idea Yep. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. let's bring it around to Ryan. Ryan <laughs> yeah. Actually, do you guys want to know? I know this is Ryan's podcast, but I'll tell you the truth. I have to fucking mute Ryan every fucking two minutes because someone will be Good speaking call. and he just he just interrupts them. He'll just start talking, yeah. like when someone's mid sentence, uh, and it's usually almost always women too. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh! I might need to get canceled. <laughs> yeah, you should be canceled. You better watch yeah. out, Ryan. Clubhouse, Clubhouse doesn't like that shit, dude. They don't like when people oh, interrupt yeah. women on Clubhouse. It's pretty, it's pretty oh, um, no. culture, it's pretty culture forward. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, very uh, woke. Clubhouse is the wokest half there is. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it is and it isn't. I've definitely run into some, some uh, like conservative people. I I want I went into a room with some like they were like drunk kids. They were maybe like maybe. 21 i doubt it you know like these were kids and they were like it's so they the room because i went in there because i thought they were doing something like me and sean were doing the room was like uh what was it called it was canceled toy mr potato head to speak at cpac 
-hmm. breaking news. Yeah. And so I went in there and I thought they were going to be, you know, goofing around, but they were just like drunk kids. I tapped on their Instagram profiles. They were like these huge, like not huge, but pretty big accounts, like just like spreading Trumpy, Trumpy stuff. And like, also like like super alt-right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like all these, these like, you know, minor alt-right figures like on social media. And so like, you know, I was like, you know, whatever. Like, so they bring me up to stage and like, oh, you're a comedian. Tell a joke. I was like, Jesus Christ. And then I tried to. And then I did, you know, I did tell my joke. I said, I just wanted to come on stage and say that I think, you know, Mr. Potato Head has always been a grifter. Hey, uh, he Potato just, Head. you know, will take, he just takes the advantageous position and, uh, you know, whatever, whatever makes him his money, he'll, he'll pander to that. And they, that was, I guess, too complicated of a joke for them because wow. the furthest they could get was, <laughs> so you're saying he's a Nazi? I'm oh like, no, that's actually... <laughs> It's actually the opposite of what I just said. Uh, <laughs> and, I mean, but dude, I mean, they just like, it's so funny when you meet people like that and they meet, and you're like, I, I like to give people a chance, you know? And, but like, when you like, mm-hmm. I don't know, just act like an idiot and you can't understand like that it's, I don't know, that someone can have a more nuanced opinion than, you know, I like, I like someone's a Nazi. People come in- Come to these yeah, improv they, rooms and like think they're like real. It's, it's always pretty funny. Like oh, that is the best. Yeah, they're like, "Are you really? Um, do you really uh, manage a, a janitor's head head fund?" Editorial <laughs> yeah. staff. Yeah, yeah. People thought we were serious, and it's like you can tap on my, my picture. I'm holding a gun. I'm yeah. not a business. I'm not a venture capitalist. Like I, I tell people in these rooms that I'm a venture capitalist. I have $7 billion and like, <laughs> and people's egos on this app, just like on, on anywhere online, people's egos on this app are so big that they'll just like, they're just like scrolling through and looking for keywords. So one night we did, the room was called how to start a three figure business, how to build a three figure business. <laughs> and this guy comes in and, um, starts like actually pitching us like actually like introducing himself and he comes in he's like i just want to say you know this is my first clubhouse room and you know this is who i am and he pitched us this like gender neutral clothing store Uh um you know he was but and so and so he gives us this long passionate pitch you know horrible business idea but but you know he's very passionate and so there's a moment of silence and it was me and Sean and I think one other like moderator and Sean says uh you want to take this one because he just wanted to rip into this guy and just, you know, just make fun of him. So I had yeah. to figure out a way to like, to like positively let him in on the joke. So I said, um, well, first of all, you're clearly very passionate and driven. Um, so if you want any chance of having a three figure business, you're going to need to dial, <laughs> dial back your ambition. <laughs> you know, you need to, and I gave him this long speech about how he needed to increase costs and, um, decrease efficiency efficiency and you know you know just this long speech and then um you know pretty being pretty heavy-handed that dude we're joking like you're a fucking idiot for not uh, you know (laughs) not reading and so then and so after that you know we're all laughing (sighs) no it's it's not even necessarily that it's it's these people's egos they're just looking for a room where oh i have something to say about this you know yeah so, so after I give him this long speech, we all laugh. I, you know, a couple of people say something and he goes, can I just say something? You know, I, I uh, didn't realize this room was satire at first. So I had my notebook and I have written down dial back <laughs> ambition. He was actually writing that shit down. Oh my God.
So where was his own ass yeah. he was? Where I don't remember. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Hey, let me ask. That's how far up his own ass he was. Two figure business right now. Dude, he's got a fucking two figure IQ. Right. I think. I think a couple of us in here have that. <laughs> I think one of us does. I think it's yeah. just one, Ryan. And I, yeah, I think it's just you. me and Morris and Lee. <laughs> hey, let me ask. Let me ask Jeffrey this: Do you, Were you in that room where I believe Ryan and I talked about it afterward? But this guy was like, "Oh, you're you're starting a business." And I think the guy who asked the question may have been on acid, but uh, this one guy who's like a Guido from the East Coast is like, "I can get you a million dollars tomorrow, no problem." Oh yeah, with uh, that, that, no. that guy from the black guy from London or something. Yeah, well, he was. Yeah, the guy. I mean, yeah, I remember the night. Yeah, I remember the night that guy was on acid, but I don't remember that part. There was now, some so. guy, like some douchebag guy, that said he was in Mexico. Yeah, he was living yeah. off like six hundred dollars <laughs> rent, and then he said, "Oh, I can get you a million dollars in a couple of days." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And are you so, saying he's yeah, friends with the cartel? So there, we were. You were doing Jesus. the one about the. Uh, they had the the business, which was uh, the startup that um, Sean was starting. That was uh, they euthanize animals for people. They, like go to their house and euthanize the animals for them, like pets. And then like some right. some porn star came in and she and uh, I think she thought you guys were like it was a real business. Like it, well, it was some hot girl, but it said like Pornhub on her on her bio, and she kept going. Oh, I, she's like, I'm Trigger. This is triggering me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember her. And yeah, and then she left because she was too triggered because I was I was going too in-depth describing how the the um, the like embalming fluids, they may <laughs> lubricate, but that does not mean they are a lubricant. Okay. Uh, yeah, so just, just because they can that they don't fuck you know, the animals. Just because your animal is returned to you covered in a slippery substance doesn't mean anything weird. Yeah happened to them yeah and that i guess triggered yeah. her wait she was a porn actress and she was triggered by a lubricated animal yeah i said something about porn yeah. on her profile it was kind of weird was, maybe it was a bestiality video gone wrong and she was maybe she was it. maybe she was just in like she had to fuck a pig for a movie and like yeah was, i was giving her flashbacks yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe she was just or here's here's a crazy idea Maybe she was just stupid and unfunny. Mm-hmm. Oh, that yeah, would that, make the sense. That, that's a I could, more reasonable I could definitely idea. see the stupid part. Unfunny, yeah. I, I guess it, it was kind of funny that she kept going triggered, but it wasn't right. that funny. Right, but I'm not talking about funny on accident. I'm not talking about people you're yeah, laughing like, at. That's different. Yeah, well, Ian Russo is very funny on accident, and I, I like him. Ryan, you're funny on accident. Don't I'm funny talk. on accident too, but not as much as Ian Russo. <laughs> mm, I think I think Ryan's funnier on accident. Well, I think you guys are all accidents, and you're funny. <laughs> like your parents did not plan on having you, and you guys oh. are huge disappointments in accidents, but you're still funny. Hey, that's Ryan. Crazy. Ryan, if I'm a disappointment to my family, I can't imagine what yours thinks of you. <laughs> well, my family is is weird. They they're still proud of me, even though I live at home. Your family seems pretty lovely, actually, Ryan. They're not. They're not really that proud. I'm just kidding. Well, but... I saw your mother angry with you earlier this week. 
Yeah, she was hangry because the house was kind of messy, I think. She, you know what she looked like? She looked like that woman in that Great Depression picture where she's just <laughs> totally forlorn, like there's no hope. Oh, with the two kids around her? Yeah, yeah, that's the face yeah. Ryan's mother had. Well, she was just walking. You're right. She was walking in the um, in the garage next to the golf cart. She just, she just got home from work and she looked really pissed. You guys well, golf cart? And then Meg Noble was in that thread uh, that I texted the picture in. Or that Nick texts the picture and yeah. she's like, oh, she's, she's like, oh, she's so adorable. She is. No. Your mom is a good looking lady. <laughs> she she I know, looked like she was I tired was... from booing your vagina all night. <laughs> I, I didn't hear that. I'm going to ignore whatever that was. <laughs> I only heard the vagina part. I just, that's all I heard. <laughs> I, I said she looked tired from booing her vagina all night. Booing? Yeah. Like, oh, Boo. okay, for, for the performance of Ryan, I see. Yeah, because of her firstborn. Yeah, yeah, that, that that needs some work, uh, Jeffrey. Is is that that's not uh, unintentionally funny or intentionally funny, right? <laughs> no, I think it's just gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> so what that's else? Not my area of expertise. To, uh, besides besides being this moderately successful on Clubhouse. Star, but not really a star but fun fun to hang out with on clubhouse person what, what have i been do? doing other than that like yeah uh i don't know dude i mean like not a whole lot in in la there's not a whole lot to do i've been i mean i've, I've just been like trying to have a build an online presence more of an online Hell presence. yeah so what i've been making for, what do you do for making, making videos nothing right now Oh, I thought so, you were work, working. No, no. I, well, I, I'm still employed at the Wax Museum, but the Wax Museum is still closed. So, oh, so, you so get, nothing right you get, now. Uh, you get checks. Yeah. Like unemployment. Yeah, I'm on unemployment. You work at the nice. Wax Museum? Yeah, once upon a time, more than a year ago wow. now. I guess about a year ago. Huh. Your picture kind of looks like a Wax Museum figure, like your, uh, your headshot. That's a compliment because they look so real. Yeah, they look. You look. You look. You don't look fake. You look real. Yeah. <laughs> See, like, I'm, you're, I'm a real you're person. A you're already. You're already like selling the place, and you haven't worked there in like a year. Well, you're no like, part of the, the part of the reason. The part of the reason I liked the job was because I actually like do. Part of me enjoys that that kind of shit, like. Part of me yeah. enjoys like a visitor attraction. I mean, because I, I have, you know, I have a theater background. I worked, I worked at theme parks and children's theaters and, you know, like entertainment you're, and tourism, like an attraction. It's like, kitsch. oh, kitsch. yeah, yeah. I, I like campiness. Like I, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and, you know, like all that stuff kind of runs parallel to me, you know, like entertainment and attraction. So, well, yeah. As far as a day job has, goes, like, it was actually pretty great because I wasn't like, I wasn't like just like a part-time yeah I wasn't like a minimum wage I had like a like a real job there so nice, what, nice. Were you, were you and they were tours? really good like working with me with comedy I mean they're still they're still treating me really well uh no I was like uh I like coordinated group visits like field trips oh, okay we had like different dance so performances and stuff guide? no I wasn't a tour guide? guide. yeah I answered the, the same question twice <laughs> yeah <laughs> You say you coordinated business, which is um, like a planner, event planning. I was a sale. I was a group group salesman. Like I just I did group sales, and then I 
I don't know. I mean, it's it's like all this stuff would be boring if it wasn't taking place at a wax museum, you know, like like mm. working with other businesses, you know, but the businesses I got to work with were like Disney, you know, so it's like, oh, there's just something kind of inherently more exciting about, you know, emailing yeah. somebody at Disneyland than emailing somebody about paper towels. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, so, so as far as museum? like, a, well, yeah, when I was in Arkansas, I worked at a children's theater that was inside a museum. So, oh, cool. so I like, you know, and you know, the wax museum is, you know, it's more, they actually don't even like to call it a museum because it's not like active language or whatever, but um, you know, they, they, it's, it's not really, you know, there's, it doesn't have the same. What? Oh, they have a Trump in the front of it, right? No, <laughs> not is in that, Hollywood. Is that the word you're going to use, Jeffrey? It doesn't have the same zhuzh? As like a r real museum, yeah. I mean, that could be that could Can't be a word for it, sure. Yeah, it's just not as, it's not as um. I don't know. It's, it's not, not as, as uh, artistic. Like, like it's not as it's not as much about the art as it is about the, the, uh, the like selfie. commercialism. Right. Yeah. Like, exactly. You take a selfie right. with this Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Like when you go there. when you go and see like Picasso and stuff, you know, like. You read about him as you're looking at the paintings. You you know you get backstory. You know like the wax museum is more like like photo ops, and especially recently like you know more hands on, more interactive stuff is what uh -huh. these places are all pushing because people don't aren't spent aren't like buying tickets to places like like this as much anymore. So have you ever seen so there's one? been like an interesting shift in the in the industry actually like while I was part of it from this kind of older like red velvet behind red velvet ropes to a more like interactive experience because what all the market research says, you know, is that people are, are paying less for things and more for experiences. Right. So it yeah, was all about like, how do we make the attraction more experiential? So it's actually kind of interesting to be a, a part of that. Yeah. Jeffrey, um, have you ever seen the 80s horror movie Waxwork? No. Oh, you uh, don't watch it if you work at a wax museum because <laughs> it's about like uh it's about like these people like these teenagers go into a wax museum and all the wax like figures like this guy makes a wax work with all these serial killers and historical figures and then then the they'll, they'll if they go inside of the exhibit they go back in time and they get like killed by a werewolf or like uh you know werewolf? Like, there's like werewolves and, and vampires and then werewolf? marquee the marquee they saw a, or something Were, <laughs> werewolf werewolves <laughs> werewolf? werewolves well there's only one where in this one scene where the werewolf kills a guy the kid it was it was one werewolf one what werewolf oh okay oh, okay so like uh so like half man half half wolf yeah, yeah. kind of like a wolf wolf man yeah wolf rubber dub dub it's a murder it. most foul <laughs> Are you are you guys making fun of the way I'm pronouncing werewolf? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, what, yeah. Ryan, what is he? What is he? Yeah, character? yeah, Ryan. What? Appella? Now we're gonna make fun of you for how long it took you to understand that we were making fun of you for how you said well, werewolf. I, I, I got it. I was just stating the obvious. He was in on the pillow. I was in on it. Pillow. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the, let me ask you. They like how I say pillow. Yeah. How do you it, say it, Jeffrey? Pillow, like a fucking normal person. Yeah. Like pillow, right? Yeah, and werewolf. Yeah. If, if yeah. You're into, 
Okay. MyPillow.com. Yeah. I think we've got, there's only so much legs you can get out of that. So if you're into kitsch, have you ever been to the Salton Sea or seen some of the weird stuff in the desert? Uh, like, like the Salvation Mountain or the uh, Mr. Gosa Opera House? No, not everyone's a I mean, nature nerd like you. These are no, fucking I, anthropogenic structures, my friend. Yeah. They're not. No, I, I haven't seen any of that stuff. Salvation um, Mountain's pretty sweet. I've never. What, heard of what is that? Um, it's like this weird, like hippie commune, religious like mountain made out of like paper mache, and one guy made it. It's in the middle of the desert, right, Nick? Yeah, yeah. I honestly haven't been, but I've seen pictures and people talk about it. Same with this. Amargosa Opera House is one yeah. uh, guest of Eddie Pepitone actually mentioned it. And it's this one woman who created this crazy opera house. She painted like, like you know, crazy intricate things and spent years and years making it. And it's in the middle of the Damn. Imperial or the Inyo County, California desert. So near Death Valley. Oh, is Inyo? No, it's called Inyo. I-N-Y-O. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. What well, yeah, I like stuff like that. I like... Um... I don't, you know, I don't like spending too much time at places. That's what you like, like when you work, um, like when I worked at Dollywood, which is yeah. a Dolly Parton themed amusement park. When I worked it's there, like, Pigeon Forge. Yeah, it's in Pigeon yeah, Forge. You, you've been around the, the block. You've lived in a lot of places, huh? Yeah, all over the place. But like the, when I, fun. when I worked there, I realized that, oh, you don't want to like be doing this for too, for too long. Right. Like it's when like you work at, at you know working at a wax museum is, is different when you're in. It was my first job out of out of college actually. Oh, okay. So when I was what 22, um, yeah, and um, it was a great job. I did it for like a summer, like two and a half months. It was like the perfect amount of time to be there because I would have killed myself if I had done like a nine month contract there or something. Some people do yeah, the, so did one you get show. The they do one show for nine months they do the oh. same hour-long jukebox like doo-wop bullshit show yikes you have for to like watch nine it. months do you have to watch it every day or are you like working at the show no you're ryan i was in the shows oh so you had to perform the same show all day every day well no i was lucky i was in a shorter contract i was in two shows we did one in the morning and one at night no that's not as and bad. um yeah, and it was two different shows. It was actually, it was a super easy job. It paid really well, and I worked for like three or four hours a day. So what, what did you do in the show? What was your part? Well, the first show was, was an improv show, like a flash mob improv show. So we, we had this car that we drove around. It was a pickup that we drove around and danced around through the park, and it, had, it played our music. So as we, you'd hear us coming, and then as we came to certain spots, uh, we would take like we would take over the sound system in that part of the park and then we would like teach people line dances and just like interact with guests and it had a very cool. loose storyline and like so we like go to a place stop we do a few dances and then you know we get back you know we then we move again to our second location and people would follow us or just see us moving through the park and that was actually really fun because it was different every day you know yeah. it, it slightly different yeah. all the interactions like uh, with my with my cast members, we got to like do kind of new, you know, we hit all the same beats, but we could do things differently every day. So there's a lot of freedom. Oh, that's kind of um, fun. Yeah. And then at and then at night we did like um, what what turned out to actually kind of a controversial show for Dollywood because they've only done like very like typical like traditional like country music, and then this song was like a, 
a fireworks like rock and roll show and mm-hmm. so they were like worried about it was also like the most expensive yeah it was controversial it was like the most expensive show they'd done and they were getting they got like a few letters saying oh you know it's like too sexual and, you know we were like dressed like in like 80s we were in like 80s workout clothes like it was like yeah it was like you know but it was like too and we sang we sang um what do we sing we sang uh happy by Pharrell williams no not even anything <laughs> close to that the the sexiest it got was probably sweet child of mine what's your fantasy like... by ludicrous <laughs> it'd be so funny no that was cool though <laughs> oh, man we had jugglers and these people on stilts and these light up um like these led suits that we wore that like flash patterns across us while we were dancing um that was actually it was a cool job but being stuck in the in the mountains yeah. Would have driven me crazy. Yeah, Gatlinburg, uh, which water. is near Dollywood, is pretty nice. I've been to Gatlinburg. It's kind of cool. But I yeah. want to ask you a question. Yeah, that's everybody's, where I lived. I live in Gatlinburg. Everybody's There's not enough moonshine. Everybody's there. wondering there. the same thing, Jeffrey, right now. Did you get to the motor butter? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, you know what was bullshit about it was um, – Everybody like was telling me, oh, you're going to get, you know, Dolly's going to come. She always comes and sees the new shows. And I was like, well, I'm in two brand spanking new shows. So I, I bet yeah. I'll meet fucking Dolly Parton. Yeah. And then uh, they were also opening a new roller coaster like a week after my contract was up. So she lightning decided rod? to come. Yeah. Oh, the she lightning came rod. right yeah. after you left. Oh, my God. Lightning rod. So she came like- right after I left. The girl I was dating at the time got to choreograph for the show she did at the roller coaster opening. So that was really? pretty cool. She got to meet her. Yeah. Or no, she didn't even get to meet her because she like choreographed it while we were still there. And then she maybe, no, yeah. And then we left like normal. So um, yeah, neither of us got to meet her. It was really huh. fucking lame actually. Yeah. They have a hologram of her though. They have a hologram of her in this like this interactive museum. Like a butterfly flies out at you and then transforms into Dolly Parton and it looks real. Huh. Well, the thing with Dolly Parton lately is whenever I hear her sing, it sounds like she uh, is trying to keep her dentures in her mouth. <laughs> yeah. Like she's having she probably a is, dude. trouble. Yeah. <laughs> How old like, is she? Mm-hmm. all right so I'm, after, just, I'm looking for a lighter so after you uh did dollywood where, where did you and your where'd you go after that uh then i moved to little rock arkansas and that's where i started Man, to that's where i started to take uh stand up seriously was when i got to little rock um, did, you meet, did you meet bill bill who bill. <laughs> <laughs> oh no in Arkansas in the 90s and was governor. Did you just say Arkansas? Yeah, he lived in Arkansas in the <laughs> early uh, in, the, in the mid-80s was the governor. No, no, but I but I yeah, so I, I moved to Little Rock for like a longer contract. I was an intern at a children's theater. Mm-hmm. And uh, that also ended up being a pretty cool job. And they hired me uh, the set for another year as a, like a full-time actor. So then I, so then I was just in the acting company for the second year. And then I taught, um, I taught classes on the weekends and they, I got to be a music director. I did all sorts of shit at the theater. I built sets. I did everything. So did you I was a choreographer sometimes. I went to school for musical school? theater. Yeah. Musical theater. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 
Nick is uh Nick is a gay, um, but he's not a music theory loving gay. I'm always, yep. it's uh he's not. I well, am well I, I don't I don't really like most of it that much either. Well I do. I mean I do. don't get me wrong, Hamilton made me cry like two or three times, but I like that musical, I think most Hamilton. musical theater is now, yeah. But I like the musical comedy. they're putting out now are, I think they're musical. these juice music. Hey, why don't you two talk at the same time again? Yeah, and no, why don't you? Why don't you go? Where the fuck are you in a fucking field, Ryan? Where did you go? Jeffrey's breaking up. No, you're breaking up. Yeah. Am I breaking up? You were. I wish. No, I wish the was show breaking was breaking up, breaking up with you. <laughs> yeah, but no. Um, Jeffrey, go ahead. You were breaking up. I don't. Where? What was I saying? Musical Something theater. You don't like theater. it very much. Uh, Hamilton. Oh design. yeah, I just. Oh yeah, most of it. I just think most of most musical theater that comes out nowadays is bullshit because it's. I mean, it's the same problem that they're having with all media. It's like they have to now clickbait you with the musical. So instead yeah. of like an original musical getting greenlit, which still happens, you know. Um, instead of that though, you get Mean Girls the musical. Uh, you get Bring It On the musical, Shrek the musical, the you know, musical. fucking uh, Kinky Boots the musical, Spider Man yeah. the musical. I, there's a documentary Wasn't about Kinky that Boots the musical that I'm really excited about. Wasn't Kinky Boots an original? Yeah, it was a movie first. But... Oh, it was? No, it was a movie. Yeah. Huh. Oh, I didn't know that. How do, how do you feel all, about it's, like, it's Book of Mormon? Of where, where they I love were... Book of Mormon. You like Rant? Is that like okay? Because it, it is kind of like TV guys invading Broadway. Yeah. No, but, but it's different though, West right? It, I don't care who wrote it. I don't give a yeah. shit who wrote it. It just has everything to do with what it, what it actually is. When yeah, you're, it's like, yeah, you're I mean, it's just like the, it's yeah, just this same girl. kind of generic, like it's the same generic. It's the same kind of generic, like it's the same generic. Yeah, I just I yeah I thought I'd let like Ryan finish singing his song. I, oh, sorry, <laughs> I was singing the Jet song from uh yeah, because that was relevant Kirk. to the Book of Mormon talk. Yeah, I just don't. I don't like the newer shit, like what you're talking about, like, uh, like when they're just trying to remake everything. I like old, old classic musicals. I like like Little Shop of Horrors uh, and you know Rocky Horror Picture Show. I like a lot of musical comedy, like West Side Story, oh, stuff like that. That's yeah, it's... that's great. That's exactly what Jeffrey was talking about. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thanks for singing a song and interrupting me to make my point. <laughs> In a less informed way. Yeah. Well, you were just saying <laughs> all the new stuff sucks. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, it yeah. all sucks. Yeah. It's all the same, like the same generic, like rock, kind of vaguely rock musical theater, like angsty teen, like all, like stupid. Like they're and then they'll and then kind of like that shitty you know, rock show like, you did, like movie did studios. Uh, that show was better than some of the shit on Broadway, dude, and that's not an exaggeration. Yeah, not I, even close. It's an exaggeration. I like. Have you seen the Beal? Beal no, Be- the, the girl. <laughs> no, but Beetle. But dude, Beetlejuice has a musical now. They made a Rocky. They made a Rocky musical. They made a King Kong musical. Oh like, what the fuck Rocky is going musical. on? That's insane. Yeah, it's no, really uh, bad. Beetlejuice is graveyard. 
view is actually really fun. It's a it's a Universal it's show. It's a Universal Orlando. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it Universal is anymore. Hollywood. No. no, it was a big show. At on, whatever, because right. Beetlejuice is on Broadway. Park guy, like show guy, I always like the rides instead of the shows. But that's one show that I always went to because I fucking love Beetlejuice, and they like sang rock songs and like oh, they had like Dracula, and like the chicks were hot, like that played like. Uh, uh, Bride of Frankenstein and like mm-hmm. the vampire chick. And hey, instead of talking and, to Jeffrey about uh, musicals, Ryan, what did you think of the Hoop de Doo review at Disney World? Beetlejuice is great. I didn't see that one. I didn't see the Hoop de Doo. Oh, you haven't seen the Hoop de Doo? No, is that a real thing? Yeah, the Hoop de Doo review. Yeah, it's a like a dinner show. Oh, no, I didn't see that. What do you think of that, Jeffrey? I haven't seen it. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. What I can tell you is that. A lot of the people who work at theme parks as performers are sad. <laughs> yeah, I could have guessed that. Less so, less so at Disney because Disney and probably Universal, but Disney I know for sure like has their own like performers union. Like they they treat people really well at Disney, and they probably um, have and, and, and probably Universal part. too. But when you you know yeah. when you get down into like I don't know, I knew some people, and I guess you know this isn't an. I mean, it's kind of a knock on them because they're complacent. And if they do hear this, they deserve to hear it. But, the, you know, people who are like good with just like working at Dollywood and you're 35 and still singing in the, the doo-wop review at Dollywood, like, I don't know, dude, like maybe this is me projecting my own feelings onto them, but I would rather be dead. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to do the same show at Disney World for 20 years. I would go nuts. Yeah. Oh, it's called Dreamland Drive-In. A month. That was the big one at Dollywood. Dreamland Drive-In. Oh, okay. Yeah. And there were, during the during like the peak seasons, dude, they do that show six or seven times a day. Oh my god. I could I Nick, could not imagine, dude. Every every uh, forty five minutes, probably right. Yeah. Yeah, like, like every that. two hours. So it's like yeah. it's like a forty five minute show, and then they have like an hour to rest, and then go again, and then maybe a slightly longer lunch break. My my wow. job was sick. My job was sick because our first show was at like two, and our next show wasn't till like eight. So, yeah. so the people who go like, around the park, today, so they get paid a lot more. They get paid I'm more. Sorry. Who? The people doing six shows a day, they get paid more. Uh, I mean, I, I guess I don't actually know. I, I guess I, I would presume so. so. Yeah, I don't know how that works. Yeah, I mean, I know like when during like the Christmas season, like they're they're working like overtime and stuff because they do that show and a Christmas show. So it's like yeah. they're working their you know, you know, theme park performers, dude. At Universal, yeah. he was a performer at Universal. No, I I worked in the the food thing. Well, you had to make you had to perform. You had to bartend this performance. Uh, I guess it's a, no, not really. I just uh, handed them their drinks. <laughs> it's a, you know, the show, the show at Universal that I would love to do. What is, is what? Uh, the one with, I don't know when the last time you guys were there. I think it's been around for a while though. The three people who are just yelling out their windows. Oh yeah. Like onto yeah, the I street. Used to work there. Yeah. The and just doing brothers? improv with each other. No, they're like just three like New Yorker people who are all neighbors yeah. and they're just yelling at each other like out their windows. They, they, well, they don't, they have, they don't have that. Roast the guys on the on the sidewalk. On the is walkway. that in Hollywood? Is that Universal Hollywood? Yeah, it is. No, I don't. They don't have that in Orlando Universal. It's it's on that main level. Yeah. yeah that would be line. that would be such a fun job. I I always wanted to do the tram tour. Be the tram tour guy. 
Yeah, that'd be pretty sick too. Or uh, a, a scare actor at uh, Hollywood Horror Nights. Yeah. 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 Those are all like, what about, uh, pretty cool called, jobs. But it's, it's really like. It's really what? What was that? He was asking a question about Six Flags. Oh, it's really. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's really like repetitive, though. And that's what that's what like makes it like to me, like not something I'd want to do again. Like, like just, just having done it, like thinking about even, even if it was for like a, like a, a bigger company or whatever, like it's just the repetition. Like, I don't, I don't dig repetition. And when you're well, just much, doing the most- same thing every day, especially in like, as a scare actor, it's like, okay, yeah. scare somebody. Now get back in your closet. Your closet. And <laughs> scare the next group. Now get back in the closet. Scare the next, you know, like, and it's just that for hours. Like- yeah, Some I know. Might I might be like in a gang or something and like punch you in the face. Like it gets too scared. That happened like once a day at Universal when I was working there. Yeah, yeah I, I, I worked heard at, that happening a lot. I yeah. worked at a haunted house in college, like just a couple times. And yeah, they they had like all these stories about people freaking out and attacking people. And you know, it, it's, it's just like, like, what did you expect going into the haunted house? Like, <laughs> yeah. If yeah. you're somebody that swings when they're startled, why would you even go there? I'm I'm usually very uh, cautious in the haunted yeah, houses. Dude. I like look around everywhere and, and try to not get spooked as, as much as possible. <laughs> I like how Ryan treats a haunted house more like real life than he treats his own life. He's like really cautious and, and careful in a fucking haunted yeah. house where it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. He, he yeah. thinks about cognizant. things before he does them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I don't like getting, I love getting spooked, but I don't like getting too spooked. You know what I mean? <laughs> Anytime I go in a haunted house, I would always do like a weird voice. Like I, I'd sound like a clown. Like, oh my goodness, there's scary things here. And well, that if you may, you probably make that sounds scarier than anything. That, that goes sounds on like the rock house. lobster guy. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah that's what it, oh, it, uh, it was. Also, the sippy cup from, from Rugrats. I would do that. Drink me, rock lobster. <laughs> rock. No, but, uh, rock? Let me get back to that song I was saying, which is I just want to mention uh, the Jet song is the best musical, my favorite musical song from West Side Story. Oh, the when you're a jet, you're a jet to the end from your first cigarette. That's just a good song. Jazz song. Yeah, yeah, it's. I like how you stopped before you were gonna finish the line and realized that you that you messed it up and it wasn't gonna run. I like. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I realized. Well, I was gonna sing it, and then I was like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna sing it." And also, maybe that's not the best music. I, song. I wish Ryan's favorite song was Taps. Uh, <laughs> uh, I bet, I bet you would. I bet uh, you would like it if I was at a, if it was my funeral and I was dead because I <laughs> yeah. killed myself because you kept making fun of me so much and you heard yeah, Taps. Yeah. So I bet you love that. That that would make my day. Uh, yeah, okay. and then we'll sing West Side Story. <laughs> yeah. I'm a big fan of, uh, we had to sing it in uh, middle school. We had to be in choir or a musical instrument, so I picked choir. We did from Guys and Dolls, which I haven't seen, but uh, the, the Horse Right Here song. Do you guys know that one? Yeah. I got the horse right here. His name is Paul Revere. And there's a guy that says if the weather's clear. I, it taught me like the New York speech pattern, you know, where it's kind of mm. like yeah. you drop. Now you could do, uh, you could, you could. Uh, impersonating famous New Yorkers like Rudy Giuliani. Yeah. 
Go. Listen, I'm not going to do. I'm not going to cave into public pressure just because you want me to. Okay. It's not okay. Uh, Howard Stern. Listen, we're we're not. Uh, I can't do. It. We're not going to do this, Ryan. We have to okay. move on. I got to okay. get Robin. Okay. I got to get Robin in here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Robin. <laughs> That's not a good Robin. Jeffrey, did you any impressions? Uh, I've been working on a, a Lynn Manuel Miranda oh. recently. Oh, uh, that's what you don't yeah. hear too often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you doing like I a mean, Hamilton or just like his regular he, personality? He, uh, Hamilton. He just sucks so bad, dude. Like he oh, should yeah. not have cast himself in that musical, dude. He. He can't sing. He's a terrible singer, dude. And he does not have a pleasant voice to listen to. And yeah. I know I'm not the only one who feels this way. He's a like, little whiny. I was, I was waiting. I didn't want to see it when it first opened on Broadway because I did. I And I'm being 100% honest. I do did not and do not want to see him in that role because he. I think that his oh, voice is wow. that bad. Really? Uh, but, you know, Lin-Manuel Miranda, history is cool, man. History is cool. Uh, it's not like that boring stuff you learn about in school. Uh, <laughs> it's a teach college. Uh, I learned a lot of stuff in books. Knowledge. Uh, <laughs> Check it out, yes. man. George Washington is black. Who knows what other race the next guy will be, man. Uh, <laughs> so... That's great. That's really good, dude. So that's, who would, who would you cast in that role? Like if you were in charge? Any someone who could sing. Oh, okay. <laughs> Literally anyone else. Probably, honestly, dude, probably just his understudy. Probably just his understudy is better than him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I remember in the one curb episode where he was in and he gave Larry tickets to go see Hamilton. Yeah. yeah. He, he falls asleep. And the understudy was in it. And I was like, oh man, I kind of want to watch it now with that guy. The guy, um, the yeah. guy that plays Aaron Burr, uh, was it Leslie Odom Jr.? He's Leslie Odom Jr. Oh, he's, yeah, he's so good. There. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. It's like one second you've got him going, I want to be in the room. It's this beautiful voice. And then you have yeah, like, Miranda going. Dear, Dear Theodosia is really, really good when he sings that. It's yeah. Like, Really and then when Lin-Manuel Miranda sings, you know, he, he's rapping and he's rapping and then he says, just you wait, just you wait. Just you wait. <laughs> well, I just think, so I bad, think some, some, in some ways, like the lyrics kind of make up for his shitty voice too, because it's like a fun, oh, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. I will not for a second dispute that it's a beautiful, um, a beautifully written musical and, and that I enjoy it. And then I, I, you know, I, I watched it on Disney Plus with him and I still liked it, you know, through yeah. His voice, I've never but, seen the musical, but like when every single person, when every single person in the show has like a gorgeous angelic voice that like they that they spent like years like training, and then you've got this guy who can kind of rap and kind of sing. Yeah, that's you know, not it's something like, that normally even, happens. Like the playwright is the main. Uh, that star pulls of, me out more. That pulls me out more than George yeah. Washington being black. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that yeah. distracts me more. Even, yeah, even like, the, Andrew, the like if from, Andrew Lloyd um, Webber oh, made himself ahead. the star of a musical, I don't think it would be that. I don't think he would sing that great. Yeah, that's yeah. probably why he doesn't. Yeah, he has he has sense. Yeah, yeah. but even with the Hamilton, even the the white king guy from uh, that David king Fincher George. show was better than Lin Manuel. Yeah, the uh, King George. Uh, what's what's the song he does? Oh, you'll be back. Oh, or something? you'll be back, oh, dude. I fucking, 
Love that song, dude. Yeah, hey, I like how it's like sitting during it. I used when that first came out, I listened to that album like so many times, and I've listened to the album yeah. a bunch of times. And that song uh, is I've that's like my dream role. Before. That that King George role is yeah, like, you could with the long hair, you, you could pull it off, the King George guy. Yeah. Well, well, as long as we don't change the subject. Yeah, well, I think it's about that time, isn't it? Yeah. No, don't change the subject. <laughs> Oops. Uh, no, don't change the subject. You're my favorite subject. My oh, royal. Yeah. My sweet yeah, yeah. submissive subject. Yeah. You'll be back. <laughs> You'll be back soon, you'll see. You'll remember you belong to me. You'll be back, time will tell. You'll remember that I served you well. Oceans rise, empires fall. What a good song. That, what a good wow, song. you have a great you have a great voice. And you, um, when you're when you're doing like a real song, it's not like a, a funny song. <laughs> fuck even fuck you, Ryan. <laughs> no, I think that's a problem, man. I don't know. Oh, it most certainly was not a compliment. <laughs> oh, I, I'm just saying if he does like a, a song, it's not funny, but it's like. So what you're saying? Yeah. My songs aren't songs. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm some, saying your songs some are dipshit beautiful. said that to me on Clubhouse last night. I played him a, the the room asked me to play a song, and this guy goes, "Oh yeah, that reminds me of like the songs that the you know like the you know musicians in Nashville you know would play like that they didn't want to show people." And I was like, "What?" are you saying right now dude like you're you realize what you just said to me <laughs> that, that, well, that i shouldn't I show people that song my one of my favorite musicians is weird al yankovic and i no, think it's not your songs are more complex than his well i mean i do a, di well, a completely different character. thing well you do it differently he just copies the songs and changes the lyrics. <laughs> yeah he's, I saw, he's no, a I saw parody artist what well, i love one of the best concerts i've ever been to I saw him with a like a oh, hundred piece orchestra at the Greek theater. It was fucking awesome. That was and he, he, but, he did like the Yoda, like when he did like the Yoda song, he like dressed up like in Star Wars and he dressed up like the Amish. It was just like the music videos and they had all these fucking dancing stormtroopers. It was crazy. Nobody like when other people do parodies, I'm just like, what what is this? Like very yeah. rarely do you're not they do weird them out. Well. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, every once in a while, one will work, but I mean, not often enough where I could. And like, I actively pursue this shit. So if it existed, like I would tell you, you know, but very rarely is there a like a parody that's not just some bullshit. Like a lot of times it's just like some topical references, you know, to like politics or something. They turn, you know, a song about loving whoever into loving andrew cuomo it's like <laughs> like it's the laziest shit you know yeah. mm -hmm. any literally anybody can do that anybody don't touch, do don't touch this with andrew cuomo's face like on the yeah i've i've written some parody songs and tried them out at mics and they don't go over well well they're oh, yeah, very songs? they're very shyly written and i don't really have a much of a beat and it's kind of like i have to memorize it and it's kind of like improv parody it's not good can we hear it's not it? something I'm good can we hear at. an example no because i i scrapped all those bits as soon as i tried them out uh, okay i just want to hear a little bit though like uh, i don't remember them so they must anyway, have been really bad they were bad yeah because <laughs> i have a lot of really you block bad them from your memory well. yeah, yeah I, have, I have bad stuff that i remember well like i'm just a simple peanut <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy carter 
I'm, yeah, that's I'm a good one. president. Jimmy Carter. Were you at the improv when Rita half pulled me when I did my Jimmy Carter? Uh, I, I guess I, I guess not. Or maybe you're outside smoking or something. Could be. Could be. Final segment? It's the final segment. It's the final segment. Um, yeah, we're, we're, we're doing the final segment, but oh yeah, do you smoke? Jeffrey, I can't remember. Cigarettes? No. Oh, I thought, well, I guess weed. That but golden anyway, voice, are you kidding me? Yeah. So, here we go. Final segment. Do you know, are you familiar with the segment we do at the end of the podcast? No. Okay. No. Okay, so the final segment is where the guests, which is you, ask a question for all three hosts, and we all have to answer the, the, the question, and then you answer it at the end. And uh, it's the same question for all three of us. And it uh, doesn't have to be a good question, and also, but it can be. And also, it can be a funny question or a serious question. Uh, okay. Um, take your time. Yeah, this is great. Um, I don't know. What kind of car do you drive? Just, I just want to get this over with. (laughs) Nice. Good one. (laughs) Good good stuff. Good stuff. I, I drive a, uh, 2013 Kia Optima. I drive a 2004 Buick LeSabre. Nice. Is it, does it have really cushy uh, suspension? Oh, it is. It is the perfect like grandpa car. Oh, I love a big. It, yeah, dude, like, I drove a Buick in in high school, man. It was a grandpa car for sure. They're they're awesome. I hated that car. <laughs> really? Hated that car. No, yeah, it was sweet. a 19, 1995 Buick Century, dude. It was. It was so boxy and ugly. And when you look at the 1994 is like a smoother, more standard car body. 1996, smooth, standard car body. And for whatever yeah. reason, the fucking 1995 model is this old style, boxy, ugly. Huh. Oh, God. What the only saving grace was that. The only saving grace about my Buick was, was that I had a Furby hood ornament. A oh, Furby mounted dope. on the hood. <laughs> yeah, so that was pretty sick. You had an actual Furby on it. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Nick's Nick's uh, Buick is very comfortable. The seats are very like leather. He's giving me a lot of rides to Mike's, and I assume yeah. like uh, more to come whenever I move back. Um, but uh, yeah, remember when you fucked up your car at, at my sober living when you were? Yeah, like, I do remember. Oh, what happened? So uh, this was actually the day of the twins. We yeah, were, we were <laughs> picking up for my show with his girlfriend Dom, and then yeah. uh, the, the driveway was all fucked up in my server living because so many cars go up there and it's all cracked and shit. And then he like fucked up his. Would you blow out your transmission or what happened? <laughs> it was actually the AC. I bottomed out and it was oh. leaking oil, and I I, I was just freaking Jesus. out that whole night. And it turns out it was the uh, thing that like hooks up to the AC to blow out the AC. That was late. Oh man. And it, I was like, I was just like, well, I just fucked up my car going to Ryan's dumb platinum package show. 
and I have a stupid propeller hat on my head, I feel, I feel more like an ass. Dude, Dom was so pissed, your girlfriend. <laughs> oh, she was furious with me. She was like, yeah, why did you, you even You still showed up this? for the show. Yeah, I what did. did you, you came, didn't you come back and pick, or I got a ride from somebody else, but you, can't, you showed up to the show. Yeah, I did show up. And you did the twins. I did the twins. That was the one time I did well. Yeah. I don't know if that's true, but uh, yeah, so so yeah, my Kia. I drive a Kia. Did you do a sketch today, Jeffrey? Where you, I think I saw that on Instagram where you're talking about. Yeah, I drive a 2014. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah 14 Kia Optima. Oh, shit. Mine's a hybrid, though. I think, I think the they're 13, both hybrids. I don't think they're. Think oh, really? They No, they come in hybrid and regular, but um, I think mine yeah, mine's is not better. a hybrid. The 13 is is a better model. It's a lot more luxurious. I'll send you some pictures later. <laughs> we can compare Kia's. Okay. That, that would be riveting stuff on the podcast. You guys yeah, should do well, it. Well, this is private. We could jack off to each other's Kia's. Right. We'll, um, we'll take this offline. Yeah, we've got to take this <laughs> offline. Um, so, Nick, what did you say? Oh, you drive that shitty... Uh, uh, was it... Uh, Buick. No, well... You're talking no, to you me? drive it. Yeah, you drive that. I, I, I drive a Prius. 2017 yeah, Toyota Prius. It's one of the stripped down ones. It's a an Eco, which is even more efficient than the, the normal one because it they don't put a spare tire in it. They put a repair kit and they don't have a rear windshield wiper. So it gets like a few more miles a gallon. And you Nick, is, uh, Nick is cautious about COVID, which is good, I uh, guess. But you, when I drove it, I just in the back, back seat with the mask on. Which is Well, this was when COVID was more of a, a concern. You have people. You still pay, make people mask up when they arrive, though, right? Sure, of course. And I turn on the outside air, but right. um, you know it's still a thing. In terms of the the car, though, it's been held together by duct tape. Somebody ran into my car on the PCH. I was driving back from a hike, and this woman oh, just yeah. the fuck? was looking at the beautiful ocean uh, on the Pacific Coast Highway, and she slammed into my car so fast. I had pretty bad uh, whiplash for a few weeks. I, I've been doing PT, so it's better. It's at home PT, but um, shades, right? the fucking insurance. Say that again. Night shades. Oh right, yeah, yeah, inflammation. No, I, I I'm not, I'm not going crazy. I still, I don't eat a Tom Brady diet. I don't do that. Um, yeah, but how much do you have to pay in, in or your insurance or whatever paid for the? Well, insurance payment. is still working with theirs. The woman, like, I just talked to them a few days ago. Uh, she has farmers. I have Allstate. Apparently, they don't even know if the insurance she has is for her car. Like they're all fucked up over there, and it's taken forever. They keep reassigning it. People, it's it's truly like the worst customer service experience. It was in January that so, this happened. So oh, are you wow. driving a Red Bull or are you driving? No, I'm still I'm driving around my car. It's just my bumpers taped up because it was flopping off one now. Oh, so there wasn't any serious internal damage. Well, if you go behind the bumper, the metal is dented quite severely. So I could drive away, but they're going to have to not only replace the bumper, but like beneath the metal. Well, uh, Nick Porcelino has a roommate named Noah DeBoe. He went behind. Uh, he went behind my bumper and he caused some internal damage there because he has a big uh, uncircumcised Canadian wing. Was that the last? I thought I heard some screaming. We, we, me and Nick, uh, me and uh, Noah were taking.
turns on your girlfriend and then and he uh then he accidentally put it in my butt. You're like, oops, wrong hole. He meant you know, he meant Dom, but it was me. And I was like, ah, oh, come oh, on, no. man. But it was Tom okay. I kind of enjoyed it. I know. Oh, I, yeah, I noticed that. Jeffrey, uh, me and uh Nick's roommate cucked his girlfriend and when he watches in the corner. That's a that's a uh, thing that we do. It's pretty hot. You want to come to see? Definitely not. <laughs> oh damn. Okay. Yeah, I, so, I wouldn't see it. You might can you yeah, participate? Definitely not. Huh? You don't want to participate? Well, if I participated, that would involve me having to see it, wouldn't it? <laughs> well yeah. No, you have have it would just be three on one. So I don't think but, you want to see But that. like Nick, I'm also cautious. Everybody that cucks my girlfriend has to use uh, masks. <laughs> yeah, it's like that movie uh, Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah, exactly. Oh, then I'm out, dude. I'm out if I uh, wear a mask, dude. Oh, you're anti-masker. <laughs> yeah, only only sexually. I'm a sexual anti-masker. Not even that. Just a cu- just when it just when it's cucking. Just like a oh, cucking, like man. yeah, I'm, I'm fucking your bitch, and cat. and I might give her COVID. You know. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's part of the the risk. You're, so you're basically a traditional cuckus. No, I mean I'm a I'm a, a modernist, a modern cuck. You know, I'm I've I've got you know the threat of corona on top of everything else. Well, traditional cuckers don't wear masks. Right, but they're not doing it like to infect someone with a disease. You know, there's oh. purpose behind behind what I'm doing. It's it's a deliberate action, you know. Oh, so yeah, you're doing it yeah, it's even worse than cuckers. Yeah, it's different. It's different. So I think that this is a lovely way to end the podcast. Um, Great. <laughs> in fact, that people are COVID while you're talking to their girls. Uh, yeah. That was a beautiful uh, statement. And uh, thanks for coming on, Jeffrey. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. This was fun. Nick, but yeah, nothing better to do on Instagram. At Ryan, the cable viewer. Follow, follow all four of us on Clubhouse. Yep, and we'll have it all in the show yeah, notes. Yeah, follow me. Hey, uh, oh yeah, what are your plugs? What are your plugs? We, we got more plugs. We forgot the plug thing. You got plug, anything you want to plug, Jeffrey? Oh, my plugs? Just yeah. just follow me everywhere, Jeff Eggs. G E O F F. Yeah, G E O F F E G G S at Jeff Eggs. That's what I am on all the places that matter. Uh, Clubhouse, like Instagram are what matter the most to me. So, like your what name you and those things that come out of chickens' pussies. Sure, yeah. If, you ha- okay. if that's what helps you remember it, Ryan, then yes, think of it that way. <laughs> That'll help our fans, too. That'll help our fans. Okay. I might go on Clubhouse tonight. I don't know if you're I down. think your fans are chickens. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks Good for coming night. on. Thanks again, Jeffrey. Just kidding. I don't actually think you guys are chickens. Please follow me. Good night.